Good morning, Earth Rats. Continuing right where we left off last week in episode 87, so it'll be more fantasy festival lineups sent in by you guys. Let's enjoy. Uh, our friend uh, who's been on this pod many a time or a couple times and I've been on his pod and you've been on his pod that is uh, Mr. George Solano Mr. George Solano so here we go at the gates go Carpenter Brute, Sirth Ungle with uh, Sirith Ungle, Sirith Sirith Ungle, Ungle American heavy metal band, yeah. and that name is taken from Tolkien, I think. Sounds like yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard. That name is taken uh, <laughs> about, about a, a large cat animal who can't hear. Exactly. Um, They're better than I thought. That band. I, I, oh, I yeah. started listening to that album. There's a, uh, a guy that is about to dive into a pool on front. Mm. I don't remember what it's called. It's a great sounding record. Really cool. Hysteria maybe is not really my thing, but uh, uh, they deserve more cred than I would give them back in the day for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What I've sort of also discovered, and you know, later that's the case here. Nice too. guitars. You showed us the, oh, yeah. the the Def Leppard chord back when we did um, Darkest Hour, I believe it was. And uh, yeah, that was nice. So obviously, it's resonated with you on at least a chord level. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that's that's a hysteria kind of chord, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and the guitars on that album are great. It's just like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just too big for me. I don't know. But um, good band anyway. Very good band. Props uh, for keeping a drummer with one arm in your band and just yeah. you know, working around that. that. That kind of thing is good to do, you know. It's like Tony Yomi's chopped off fingers. It's like uh, Django Reinhardt's uh, three fingers only on the left hand. You shouldn't, oh, be, you shouldn't be a guitarist, does. right? But uh, here we go. I'm one of the more famous yeah. guitarists ever. Yeah, it's yeah. That no. guy's nuts. Yeah, it's Jungle nice, you know. It's like you, you gotta that that works for saying like they told me I couldn't do it. <laughs> that, yeah. Then it actually works. Like yeah, they that, told that, me that, you yeah. can't play guitars with three fingers. That's something someone may have said. Not that death. Probably. Not and that to be fair, don't mix. No one said that. <laughs> in their defense, if they said you know you might have that might be difficult playing guitar with two fingers or well, that's too bad you, you lost an arm there. Uh, you know that's gonna make drumming being hard. They're not entirely wrong. 
Exactly. No, no. I, I, I would probably give up instantly. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, it's hard to say. You don't know beforehand. But uh, just like the guy with the, doesn't have the legs who does the running. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> they probably told him he couldn't do it. That one I'm less familiar um, with. But that sounds really yeah. difficult or complicated, at least. Yeah. Also, since I don't have a name, uh, I think I just heard. Who knows? This might not even be real. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, ghost. Ghost. Very good stuff. We actually only mentioned super briefly that you actually like the new album. I, I promise oh, yeah, yeah, I promised yeah, exactly. the listeners I liked, I to return because you didn't really fancy Ghost. In comes a new album and you went I, I on the vent you went on the venture of giving it a proper chance and you mentioned only in passing, super quickly in our podcast, that you liked it. But elaborate on it a little bit. No, I I, uh, I listened all the way through the I picked I when I got it I was um, like, oh, I'll give it a chance. Not expecting to sort of you know really dig it that much. And I, it, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Um, I listened to it multiple times the first day. I haven't listened to it in a while because there's been so many other stuff, but I, I, I very much, yeah, it was very good. Also, that encapsulates so, uh, a bit of a problem with Ghost. It's so well produced. So the best listens are really the first few listens, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not like uh, a band of hidden sonic treasures. It's all there. No, probably not. It's all right there. Speaking of being right there or right here, I don't know. I, I, I don't don't ignore that. That makes no sense. Uh, Gojira is next up. Actually, that makes sense because he told us when they played in Granalund, be present. So he's Fair right enough. here. What did, did George Solano say that? Uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, Joe Duplantin in Gojira oh. said so because he said first he said something uh, a little bit less uh, diplomatic, which was uh, take those fucking phones down, and then he said that. Ah. Yeah, it makes more sense that he'd say that than George Solano saying that we should be present at Gernalun. I'm sure George Solano um, is a present fella. I'm sure he is, but I don't think he necessarily would like order us to be present. Well, if he did, I would abide. Oh yeah, he, he's he, yeah definitely. Same so, with Joe, actually. I, that's a thing too. I mean, I'm I'm not like super against phones on on shows, but no, uh, I like when it's a little bit. Uh, uh, it should be secondary, let's say. Like uh, in, yeah, in mean, Hellas, for I, example, yeah. I filmed an entire song. I'm happy I did yeah. because the guys in front had to go to a toilet break. So I got this really nice view. Filmed the entire cool. song. I love that song. Uh, and I didn't miss it because I was filming it. Like some say, yeah. uh, you're only watching it through your screen, blah, blah, blah. It's nice to document, but it should always be secondary, right? It's good when you forget remember, your phone. Yeah. A long time ago, I mentioned that I didn't care for people just film the gigs and they don't watch you know they don't watch it. i said they're just experiencing it through their screen that that's got to be a waste of money so if you're watching the whole thing through the yeah and then this fucking this fucking moron who was the president at the time said well you wear glasses like yeah so you your <laughs> eyes aren't really expecting so they're not screens that's not how this works if anyone thinks of glasses is a fucking screen then, oh yeah, yeah he was grasping in there he was grasping yeah but it's also it was this inc- insanely pretentious sort of uh, uh rant and it made no sense like also just we also just died on the table because glasses aren't fucking screens if you want to be pretentious pro tip at least try your best to not be dumb yeah so clearly dumb so anyway moving on here we have haunt Hmm? Uh, trevor's band american um, one of those new wave of traditional heavy metal bands and we have a band that i'm was not surprised uh showed up on this list but I'm surprised it hasn't showed up in any, in any other ones, quite frankly. Judas Priest? Yeah, I was going to put them in mine, but yeah. I, I think I might have, I don't remember. Creator? Hmm? The Night Flight Orchestra. Both of which were featured in rotation with him a while back. Yeah. Sleep? Yeah, something that maybe Carlotta listens to as well, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I... I personally prefer High on Fire, Matt Pike's later band, and also Om, uh, the bass player's later band. Uh, I just think they're oh. they're better somehow. For me, oh. I don't know about you. I want to ask you this actually because it's something mm. I've been ranting on from time to time, but not in years. And it's the mm. the new wave of sort of stoner rock from the '90s. So not the new wave when I was in it in, in here in Stockholm in KGB in 010, uh, but in the '90s. Was it necessary? They all sounded like Black Sabbath, they, you know, <laughs> Electric yeah. Wizard, Sleep. They all just sounded like Black Sabbath or Master Reality album from 20 years prior, and but not as good. Well, Isn't there literally a band called Master Reality or some such like that? Uh, that um, too, yeah. But I don't know if you follow that, the that genre at large. So you probably did Master I did. Reality, the album, I guess. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite albums. I would imagine uh, so. An amazing album. Yeah, I, I, it's great. I, I uh, had a ball at uh, our friend Carl Uredson's Deep Sabbath mm. Club on Friday. He did just just, just play Sabbath Deep Cuts. It's great. Um, but uh, no, yeah, there was a bit of the, it's like even in that sort of whole sort of mess of uh, bands. There's a few that, that are pretty pretty good. Um, there's a lot that again like are very interchangeable that you know that you don't necessarily care about at this point. You don't even a lot of them I don't even remember because they were that anonymous, forgettable. Um, but I think that even even that in the second wave of this sort of stoner situation thing we got that came here. Or, or, or uh, third wave or second re-wave. Third, yeah. third, it was a third, yeah. third wave because then you had bands like they were all... Skrekka I played mentioned it. on this podcast before. It was one what? of the bigger ones. Skrekka Adlan, they have been mentioned. Oh, yeah. By and, and, they're, and they're pretty good. And, and although I like that wave simply because I was found myself in, this, in the eye of the storm and I didn't plan to. And that was fun. You know, it's always fun. It's like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm in the middle of this now. And the bands like how, how it works sounding here because that was a difficult... Mm. Uh, venue to make sound good, but uh, Stoner Rock, you just have to turn up the amps a bit. It's not that hard. <laughs> but uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff that came from that, and I, and uh, but not as good as Master Reality. That's the thing, right? No, Which shouldn't no, really no. be a problem. Like right? that's a mean no. comparison. It's a mean benchmark to put there. But uh, I don't know. I would say let's. We recently we mentioned the new wave of traditional heavy metal, uh, Eternal Champion, Haunt, Summerlands, etc. I think they get closer to to carrying it on. Whereas yeah. those uh, those stoner bands, uh, they di- they didn't really, you know, it was sort of a, a lesser version of of Master Reality, I think, for the most part. I kind I kind of get I get annoyed when when um, when new things are forced to contend with like watershed watershed moments in the history of whatever they're doing. Like for instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like I, like Metallica Metallica recent album, like, well, it was no Master Puppets. Like, oh, you mean you, oh, really? So you mean the the, the the album they put out after like 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 fucking like eleventh album is not as good as like the, the yeah. groundbreaking trend setting trailblazing thing they did once yeah that probably makes sense yeah I mean Master like for instance it's impossible yeah. it's impossible yeah it's, it's a one shot at that one shot ever but yeah. yeah that's why I threw in that caveat of course it's not fair to compare an entire no, scene to a perfect record that's not nice to do but no but I can't that, help yeah, myself I mean, you know when I hear those no. riffs I can't help myself oh, it's yeah. like ah just just bring me into the void. Lord of this world, uh, you know, is better. Yeah. Children of the Grave. Yeah. A lot of songs sound like that. Children of the Grave. A lot of songs like, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but uh, what about the original, you know? That's the thing. I mean, but it doesn't have to be better than the original because it's no. never going to be. All right, moving on. Yes, indeed. My old freak guitar camp pal, Robert Nielsen. Robert Nielsen. As a, I think that was the guy that enjoyed the campsites, wasn't it? Yes, he was. Yeah. 
Uh, he writes, for me, the greatest joy of festivals uh, in life at the is life at, at the campsite. I always end up skipping about a third of the bands. For non-European listeners, life at the campsite is basically, you know, just imagine the lowest life forms having fun together. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, yeah. It's a very low form of, of of culture in a nice way, though. So you sort of just you know you 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 uh, in the sun. You're constantly kind of drunk or something. Drinking, or other, folding share, folded shares, uh, drinking, uh, uh, and also of course the um, the mixtape is a very no. important central uh, pillar of any camp. Yeah. All right. Uh, I always end up skipping about a third of the bands I set out to watch because there's too much fun at the campsite. Three bands per day is, is, is often for me to watch. So I need a lot of bands I don't care to f- care for to fill up the, the slots where I am uh, out of order. Out of order probably means you've had a bit to drink and you're... You know, that's, <laughs> assuming the, the Sweden Rock Festival set up with around 90 bands during four days, I will... I'll pick th- uh, three per day. That would definitely stay. Uh, I would definitely stay upright to watch, and with the condition that there can only be one headliner-sized act per day. So here we go. Wednesday, we have. I'm guessing he, he, these are meant to be read. Uh, he, he puts the headliner first. I'll read it the opposite way. So Wednesday, you have Vola, Dream Theater, and you're ending on Metallica. That seems like a pretty good day. Yeah, that was Vola again. The Meshuga with the with the exploring new territory sonically. Thursday, we got Cypher System, Transatlantic, and Rammstein. And here we go. Here's the one. Here's I'm glad these guys showed up. I didn't put them on mine because I couldn't make them work. But obviously, a band very near and dear to my heart will always be uh, Free Kitchen. Hmm. So he has Free Kitchen, Scar Symmetry, and Avantasia on Friday. You guys attended a Free Guitar Camp, right? Yeah, multiple times together. I think. Oh, that's even, how I know, that's, even. How, that's yeah. how I know the gym. How was it? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking it, it's probably quite inspiring. It definitely is. Uh, when I was sort of at the top of my sort of guitar game, uh, that definitely was in a large part due to that kind of stuff. You know, you're sort of forcing yourself. It, it's grueling. I mean, you're doing like like hours and hours of guitar lessons, playing incredibly complicated stuff per day in the fucking smoldering fucking heat. I don't know. I don't know. If smoldering is the right word. Swelt, but whatever. Um, but if I know him, it's not like do 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 stuff you're playing. It's I'm guessing knowing him not personally, but knowing him by distance is that he keeps it music. You know, he tries to have the music nerve in there always, and you do things because you want to do music, not because you want to sport out on the fretboard. You know, there's there is a bit of the well, you know, you gotta learn, you gotta learn to 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 walk to run, yeah. So. Yeah, I, th- I think initially the sort of first kind of like uh, days tend to be the first like uh, lesson is like the, ch- the the church modes and then going through that kind of stuff. Church modes are important. To, I'm doing them with Peter now. You know, from from mm-hmm. famous from Made Me to Z. Not really, but uh, right. yeah, I'm doing it with him because he, he said I, I want to know I want to know how to compile a song with chords. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's good. I actually, I need to learn a bit more about chord theory. And then I realized chord theory is incredibly complex because you're playing all these notes all the time and switching yeah. modes. I, I, I told him, okay, we're going to have to do the seven modes first. Yeah. They're not that hard. All of them yeah. are pretty much one note abbreviating from either minor or major. Yeah. So we do a bit of that, and then we kind of move on to other stuff within that. It's, just, it's, always, like, it's a lot of times it's lessons built into songs, which is, makes it very fun. Yeah. All right, so uh, last day. Let's uh, throw in a clip, too. Uh, free Kitchen. Yeah. You pick it. Or yeah, Free Kitchen. I'll... I'll Let's let's do um yeah do some free guitar because uh there's that'd be stuff you can maybe even that you might you might have actually learned at the camp so there's a song called I previously featured Shopstick Boogie 
That's one. That's a good one. And the road less traveled. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Print This. <laughs> that's a fun song. And what's the other track uh, that I love? I all, actually, the smoke on the water cover is fucking aces. And that's weird. Oh, yeah, put, the, put that in. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm more into drummers, but there are those few guitarists that just, you know, they just, uh, I enjoy the path that they're on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm interested in, in, in they're paving new waves, new ways for the guitar. New ways. They are, really. Like, Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, new he, ways he, to do it. When, when, when I sort of uh, discovered Free Kitchen back in, like, this would have been 2002 or so, yep. it, uh, it changed. It was like one of those game-changing moments where, like, like a whole new world opened up. You were already uh, uh, playing guitar a bit then. Oh, yeah, I was playing guitar. I've been playing for a couple of years at that point. Mm. And that sort of definitely shot me off into a new, uh, you know, new era, new kind of uh, way of thinking and way of doing things. And that's still very much sort of, he's definitely one of my... How's your playing these days? I'm playing I'm playing quite a bit. Uh, I'm uh, we're, we're just sort of getting, trying to get the band thing going again. Um, mm. Yeah, you sent so, me some secret audition tapes and uh, there was some uh-huh. good stuff going on there. I think I think sooner rather than later there'll be something somewhere. I think you lucked out weird. a bit with one of those guys that applied for a certain position in 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 your band. Uh, I think I did very too. Impressed. I'm more, very impressed by his yeah. by his audition. Yeah, we're very. I love being sort of semi secretive, but not really. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fun. <laughs> uh, so if we're gonna close out, let's close out. Just let's just let's finish Roberts so I can sure. get that. So his last day is uh, Saturday. Circus Maximus, David Townsend, and uh, Gojira again. Mm. They have been popular. Circus Damn Maximus indeed. has been very popular. Maybe I should give them more listens, it seems. Everyone loves it. Yeah, we them. think so. I think it's um, one of those uber prog, you know, synth laden, uh, power metal proggy type acts that maybe it's not really my wheelhouse, but I trust these guys. So I took your word for it, looked up a few songs of theirs. Uh, some of them sort of landed in that uh, synthetic uh, prog uh, rock. Uh, not gonna put forth any opinion on that though. That was just you know my prejudgment of the band. But uh, but I did find this track, Architect of Fortune, which to me has a very heavy taste of uh, Opeth, uh, Circa, Blackwater Park, Deliverance, uh, Ghost Reveries, which of course brings back fond memories from high school time.
So uh, our next uh, contributor here, next list is from our friend Matthias. A very impressive guy. Uh, quite impressive, as we've mentioned. So he sort of went for only active, only existing active artists and bands. Mm-hmm. He wrote, "Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Candlemass." Here's something fun. Tonayomi with guests. In parentheses, he can he can play what he wants with who he wants. That could be fun. Great idea. Mastodon King's X Europe. King's X again, too. Uh, Uriah Heep. Uh, Entombed. things here we got uh, grand magus therapy and dead cosmonaut because that, that's his band, his he band. Wants to put in there which which i makes which i think uh featured earlier also at the end of uh, loneliness episode i put in a clip of them all right here we go and also christian commented that he was a fan apparently of the oh dead yeah made, I, I, I like it when the yeah when they're yeah that's cool and uh i was gonna say first that there was an expensive bill because he had some huge act but then i realized rammstein is not on there so it's immediately less expensive than any bill with them on yeah you also you're not you're not wasting you're not spending as much money on fucking you know fire equipment diesel oh yeah, yeah. uh we need uh, five thousand liters of diesel imagine that fucking like this i mean this like the carbon footprint that band puts every time they go it has to be local diesel well you know so we got uh, next next guy up is uh, Patrick Forsby, you know who he's who you're going to be gigging with in uh, currently sitting in for, for the Air Raid Saram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So he has Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. Halloween, uh, something called Terrilli Leon Rhapsody. Leon Rhapsody? Uh, yeah, Rhapsody were mentioned before. I don't remember by who, but uh, uh, that's that's it. It's just that he's specifying members that have to be in, I guess. Ah, uh, fair enough. Anger with Matos, and then within parentheses, rest in peace. Same thing again, specifying a, a also dead member that has to be in. And mm-hmm. again, that's Kiko L's old band, a Brazilian yeah, yeah. power metal. Sonata, Sonata Artica. Uh, Finnish power metal. And we're very familiar with them. Stratovarius. Finnish power metal, the biggest. Europe. If I can mention, they're getting on this. Rainbow with Dio, the parentheses, mm, rest in peace. That'd be cool. Blind Guardian. Probably the best live power metal band I would add, Blind Guardian. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ozzy, and then Metallica. Oh, I, I like that. I, I'd like to see Ozzy opening for Metallica. I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I think that'd be a perfect warm-up. They did it in the reverse in 86, right? Master Puppets. They did. They, 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 they went did, on yeah. with Ozzy, I think. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be a lovely set. curiosity again like uh, for you and, and festivals what's your history there uh, not as much as i would like i've uh, i did sweden rock once and i've done a lot of uh i've been i did Ozf- i was at ozfest once uh in the states which is kind of fun um so a one day type affair right yeah that was a one day situation uh and a lot of one day things mm-hmm. yeah when i briefly stayed in australia see called back to ceiling insulation uh-huh. i went to a couple of those one day festivals and uh, <laughs> Even you know, being um, a European, I actually liked it. Yeah, you know, it's nice. You can go full in there, and then you can get home, piss off back home. Yes, yeah, I like so that. Some of the best shows I've seen, like Faith No More, mentioned by Christian. Mm. Saw them in Soundwave in in Melbourne, and uh, that was an incredibly good gig. Like, just that's pretty much how you do it. They just played hits. I wasn't even that versed in the band. They just played hits. Isn't Big Day Out a festival over there? Yeah, went to that one too. I saw Mastodon, Muse, uh, among others. At Big Day Out. Yeah. You go. Um, yeah. No. Also, I've been, I've been to a few. I've been to a couple others. Like, so there was a festival called Augusti Buller. It's not around anymore. Oh yeah, that one. I got lies in my hair after that. I made the mistake of. Uh, so this is back when I still had. I had. I had at some point. Kids at home. I one point. Uh, I had long dreadlocks. Yep. And then I made the mistake of uh, went swimming, which that in and itself is not a mistake. The problem is I was not aware the lake is built on a garbage dump. Yeah. I smelled delightful for weeks. 
Uh, I had a similar experience from Augusta Buller. Great gigs, though. Nasum, mm. uh, Burst, among others, I remember. Because I'm not really a punk guy, so I watched all those grindcore bands instead. year was this oh oh three oh five that 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 we probably were the same one could have been yeah and a lot of people were swimming in that in a dump (laughs) yeah 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 and a lot of them had dreads and the lies were just hopping in between actually i have to i have to add this Uh, lies don't really like dreadlocks they prefer normal hair there you go up next is our our dear friend mr trainer fergal trainer Mm -hmm. so i'm expecting a lot of new wave of traditional heavy metal in this one all right. <clears throat> so we have Seven Sisters. Yeah, they made uh, songs for his podcast, we could add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haunt, Eternal Champion. They've been on a few lists so far. The next group of bands here are fairly unknown, so bear with me. I, I don't know how these names are pronounced. ACDC. <laughs> I believe this is pronounced Guns and Roses. In Roses. In mm, roses. The Guns in Roses, I think it could be. Guns and Roses, I guess. Guns, guns roses. in Roses. They'll probably be uh, inside the Roses. I, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a, that's a lady. Lady of power. And Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm just being honest, being a dick. Um, <laughs> Judas Priest. I think that's something like uh, I remember Fenris addressing the Finnish metalheads would be like uh, Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we, then we got closing out with Ozzy Osbourne, Halloween, Riot, and Scorpions. Mm-hmm. 
this 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 is this is a good one. This is there's 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 this is an odd one. Okay. There's someone who kind of sticks out a bit here. Um, so from Mr. Christian Benson, mm-hmm. he said the year is 1995, and this is the bill: Iron Maiden, Ozzy Osbourne, Pantera, Alice in Chains, Megadeth, Meshuggah, Dissection, At the Gates, Morbid Angel, Motorhead, Creator, Mayhem. Nice. Uh, nice. I'd I'm, say Alice in Chains kind of stick out a little bit there. Even Ozzy Osbourne, to be fair. Yeah, for me they don't, but it's a very easy. It's very easy to explain. This guy, we 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 grew up together, so we we oh. also our music tastes grew up yeah. grew up together. So I mean, all of those I can you know pinpoint when we heard for the first time collectively together. Oh. Uh, yeah, so it's, it makes sense for me. And we love. I'm, Alice I'm in surprised. Chains. I'm surprised that Pantera are on, on more lists. Yeah, not even on mine. They're kind of on mine. We'll get to that. Um, I tend to stress that they are a very, very, very good band. <laughs> uh, all right, so art, next no? up, oh yeah, I mean, it, it, the fuck, uh, there's not That's... two ways about it, in my opinion. And of course, you, you might not like the style, blah blah blah, but they're a very good band. Yeah, they're very good. Also, like you know, just fucking shout out to both, the, you know, the, the Abbott brothers. Those those guys were. Yeah, yeah. No, they have many things that remind me of Van Halen. As I got into Van Halen lately, you know, uh, with the brothers and with the. Just you know that type of lineup when you just have a singer and one guitarist, uh, the you know the kind of power quartet, I guess you yeah, could call yeah. it, like uh, a la Misfits or Black Sabbath or something. It's a cool lineup, I think. Uh, some of those bands can really bring it. And Pantera, sad I didn't see them live. I had a ticket once, but they bailed. I saw them. I, they bailed. I saw them. I saw them uh, on the Reinventing the Steel tour. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to see them then, but that would also have been a heaven and hell moment. That I wouldn't have been. Uh, completely in the know uh, regarding how good it was and how happy I should have been to be there. So, yeah. Uh, next list is by a guy. I don't know if I can pronounce his name right. Either, either his name is Spike or Spick, Frederick? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Speak. It's a, Speak. It's a oh. Swedish dude. from Actually, from the valleys and the valleys and the valleys and the valleys. Speak. Okay, well, yeah. I should have... Uh, why, didn't I go for the, why didn't I go for that instead of the other two? Obviously, incorrect pronunciations. Uh... So speak, Friedrich. Sorry about that, dude. Uh, I'll get it right next time, or I don't know. I'll probably no. I probably won't. You I might meet him at some time. Yeah, you, you guys. Well, you guys would get along. I'm sure. If if I, if I meet with you, him. Uh, <laughs> I, I will, I'll try him. to get the name right. He's a tactical officer that I play D and D with. He's very good in battles. Oh, cool. All right. Well, so his list uh, says 1984, Iron Maiden, Discharge, Venom. Celtic, Celtic or Celtic for us? I say Celtic, but yeah. You know, uh, I say Celtic, uh, I think because, you know, Celts, uh, but um, a lot of people say Celtic. So. Motorhead, hmm? Black Flag, and Bathory. That's a very hardcore set. I like it. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of air is going to be moved. <laughs> so, we only got Particles like two of air are going to switch position during this go. festival. That's a good lineup. Uh, we have a quick question though for you. Yeah, Black Flag. I'm not super familiar. I'm just familiar with like Henry Rollins being the you know kind of a uh, speaker dude or you know uh, kind of a toastmaster in a way. I'm more familiar with him in that respect as well more than Black Flag. But I have what I've heard of Black Flag. I Are enjoy. they good? I like some. They're pretty good. If you're into that kind of thing, then it is very good. But I mean, it's not like um, it's not necessarily like uh, my go-to kind of. 
I mean, I'm guessing they don't have heroic melodies or anything, but maybe they have nice energy or you know cool arrangements. Energy, it's it's um, yeah. I kind of like him more than I kind of like the music. I probably could be the same for me. Let's find out later. Indeed. So we have two lists left before we get. To, or this is two lists, but I think it's the same guy. Uh, I have oh one yeah, more also from DM. I, I want. Right, well, we want to do that one first. Wait, yeah, first sure. we do. I can actually do that because it, uh, yeah. okay. Tell me what we're doing. Because <laughs> this last guy sent in two lists. I'll read his first list. All right, and then you do your list, and I'll get back to his last. Sure. List. This is Eric Yuanson, and I pronounced that right uh, mainly because it's yeah, we have the same first name. Um, so I will cheat and make one 2002 dream lineup and one historical. Uh, here's one taking place somewhere in Kyoto this summer. And uh, the first one says rock metal slash rock slash metal slash. Oh yeah, this guy lives there. Ah, oh, okay. I think. Well, that that explain it. Uh, Night flight orchestra. Bates warning within parentheses with John Arch. Second mention of both. That's cool. Uh, on two others. Hmm. They've been featured in our pod show as well. Uh, mentioned by Anton from Catacomba, and uh, also recently Fergal uh, met the guys in yeah. Dublin. And they covered cold sweat. Also, by, I, th- by I, think fucking, I think I think Greg's mentioned them to me at least. Uh, uh, Greg off, mentioned you know. them at least uh, outside yeah. of the show, maybe even within. It's a very good band, actually. So then we got Sai. Yep. Uh, Atlant- yeah. Are they from Norway? Uh, no, I don't remember. I I kind of get more like a, 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 a I get some music in my head, but I don't get any trivia. Yeah. Atlantean Codex. Second mention, at least. Uh, Sarith Ungol again. Yep. Third, I guess. And then we have Doom Metal Day. <laughs> Doom uh, Metal Day. Which, which I, I read very uh, theatrically. Uh, okay. So we got Blood Ceremony, huh? Candle Mass, uh, Anathema. Huh? Uh, it says also playing old school set with ex-vocalist Darren White. All right. Uh, My Dying Bride. Oh, seen them live a few times. Really cool. Warning within parentheses reunited. Uh, Reverend Bizarre in parentheses reunited. Finish again. Swami uh, Finn. So now you go to yours then. Yep. Uh, I was gonna say first also a nice live festival memory was uh, Metal Camp in Slovenia, kind of almost subtropic for being Europe. We went down there in a horrendous bus journey of 37 hours. And then saw quite a bunch of bands, but I saw My Dying Bride there. I've seen it a few times, but that was the best gig. And the funniest thing was in uh, She Is The Dark, they have a tune called. Mm-hmm. Suddenly uh, the singer stops it. And, you know, he has this very Victorian, Gothic, uh, serious vibe about him. 
He stops it. He comes up to the mic and like, just a slight technical hitch. I don't know the words. And then he goes to the guitarist, figures out the lyrics, and then they kick back into it. Uh, that was nicely done. Nicely done. You know, sometimes you should play with your cards open. Sometimes it's a better way. I think it, it kind of works. I mean, I know Freakish has done the number of times where they just kind of like, you know, they also have a different kind of, not a serious vibe, or in the same sense. Uh, I thought it was going like, Mike, like, people said, you know, the, the people, people are saying that, you know, metal and festivals don't mix, but we're here showing, like, what? Okay, next list. Uh, it's, it sticks out because it's set already in 1978. What I sometimes oh. call the beginning of the era of disco and punk. Headliner, Frank Zappa. Ooh, oh, yeah, by the way, this is from Nathan, also the Purple Podcast. Uh, Frank Zappa, headlines, and then the, we have White Snake. That would be probably very nice in 78, too, because I, I am very partial to early White Snake, the ones that are not known. Basically, most of the world think they started in 87, you know, with the remake of Here I Go Again, etc. Still of the night. They were, for, for me, much cooler in the 70s. Uh, Nathan is also the guy yeah, that, yeah. like us, is a big fan of... Uh, Bang, James Gang, yeah. So, mm. so he's right in there. He's ah. the guy that put the <laughs> the clip from from Riding in the Wind into every episode twice. Yeah, a Rainbow. Nice. That's also probably very cool to see in '78 with Dio. Then, yeah, probably right. Would have been on the tail end though yeah, of his, the, uh, his yeah. tenure. But and then comes Ian Gillan Band. I'm not sure you're familiar with Ian Gillan Band. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, the thing is, he had two bands, Ian Gillan band and gillan and simply gillan was more of a power rock outfit uh, more of a uh, almost new wave of british heavy metal sound uh, yannick was in the band oh yeah, okay, now yeah. yeah, yeah. but ian gillan band was uh, before and uh, that was way more proggy really out there There's a lot of people out there that uh, should have heard it. They would have had a good time. But it's just not, you know, it's not what you talk about. You talk about Deep Purple. 
I just want to point out, sorry, just before we go on, I just checked out that I wasn't aware of this. Now, like, I, it seems somewhat unnecessary. Uh, and if someone disagrees with me, I, I apologize. I didn't know that Rainbow are still active. Yeah, they are, but it's like a kind of a compromise, you know. He's got this Greek singer in, sings great, but it's just like he's not, he's sort of out of place on that stage, yeah, I would say. It's yeah. just something about that. That's like the same thing when people tell me, oh, bring in Rafael Mendes if Bruce Dickinson gets tired, you know. Raphael, no, the guy that sounds like Bruce, it was wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't no, fit. I, they should. They should. They should not do that. Exactly. <laughs> they should not do that. No criticism to Rafael Mendes. Very well done, sir. But the same with this Greek guy appearing in, appearing in uh, Rainbow. It's like okay, yeah, yeah, it sounds great, but who's this guy? <laughs> like you know, there is that thing. You know, I, I actually agree with with Steve that the singer should be maybe of similar age, and in Maiden's case, maybe British. You know. If it was my band, they wouldn't have to be Swedish. I would add, but you know, it, it has to fit. I think I think I think that's an okay caveat to have uh, for that band. It is right. All right, sorry. Yes, carry on. I will carry on. So, uh, oh, screen lock is so quick. Here we go. Uh, I, I mentioned Frank Zappa. I mentioned White Snake. I mentioned Rainbow Ingel and Band, and then we go with one of my personal favorites. I think mentioned in uh, rotation once or twice, or once at least. Stevie Wonder. Can't go wrong with that. Solid choice. like to, for them to come on after Steve Wonder too. That'd be great. Something very songy and hit-oriented and then just space out. Uh, not sure what they did in 78, but I guess good stuff. Now, um, I'm surprised that I think about the fucking... that they haven't been mentioned more. Right, right. I, I was walking even, around... Even Led Zeppelin hasn't been on here either. It's kind of funny. I was walking around for the longest time claiming they were overrated. Both of those bands, yeah. actually. Led Zeppelin, I still claim, are, even though they're good. But they're so rated. Uh, but Pink Floyd, I had a very good night with uh, three friends listening to uh, Wish You Were Here and became a fan. So that's my album. Got it here. Uh, don't know about the rest. Not really. You know? Well, that, that album is, is really good. Have a Cigar. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay, Pink Floyd. And then Van Halen, which I also think should, I think that should also be in, in sequence. After Pink Floyd, what, what, what would be better than like... Da, 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 chak, bring the heat back so maybe that could be all on the same day really and then uh, Funkadelic mm-hmm. I th- must have heard Funkadelic I've heard of it uh, I guess it's good yeah yeah I mean I, I can't I can't I mean I've heard them I, I wouldn't be able to like you know I, I don't uh, I can't fucking start you know reciting lyrics at this point but I yeah. I, uh, it's been a while but I, I have heard them yeah, I mean, our, our network friend in, in Nathan, he's very into that era, you know, funk, disco, all of that kind of stuff. That's why he prefers uh, Deep Purple with um, slightly more, uh, slightly newer, but by now super old uh, lineups uh, when they yeah. sort of went more funky and, 
and all that, you know, in the, in the, in the not in the late 70s, but in the mid 70s. Uh, okay, after Funkadelic, Queen. So that first time I think, okay, we need a new day now. It's been already, it's been Van Halen, it's been Pink Floyd, it's like, we need a new day for Queen, but... Yeah, obviously, that's going to be good. Uh, shout out to our Glasgowian buddies as well in Lap of the Pods. Yeah. It's been a while uh, since yeah. we we were on twice, and uh, Dave was on once, and uh, Joe and Paul are also in line for, for, for joining at some point. I mean, we got a huge guest line now, especially since we sort of, you know, took this break. Like, they're going to have to wait forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston, great choice in my opinion. Uh, very good band. Smells Like Teen Spirit, copy of Boston. <laughs> but that's a good kind of copy I've said I don't like Nirvana but that's a pretty good song it's a pretty cracking yeah. song uh, Crack the Sky not familiar but I know that uh, Mastodon's Crack the Sky might have been inspired by this seeing as yeah, Nathan probably, is American probably, probably. Mastodon American east side of the country uh, Crack the Sky it should probably ring the same bell yeah I'm thinking we shouldn't rule that out at least that, that might be the case yeah right and then he drops in Steely Dan which is a very cool band, actually. It's like it's kind of a weird band. It's like an Asperger's band, but in a good way. I don't know did if you you're know, familiar. Did you know? I, I recently learned this that the sort of the very first sort of uh, or the band that was called something else, the, the band that eventually became Steely Dan, originally featured the actor Chevy Chase on drums. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I heard that you can't count anything out, I guess, with those guys. Steely Dan is also uh, the name of a dildo. Uh, and then he wrote uh, a day later, replace Steely Dan with Sabbath. Oh, yeah. but, but I told him, nah, I'm not going to replace Steely Dan. I'm sorry. Any major dude with half a heart surely will tell you, my friend. Any minor world that breaks apart falls together again. When the demon is at your door, in the morning it won't be. No more Any major dude will tell you Any major dude will tell you Any major dude will tell you I think that was that was a, that was. A, I'd like to see that. That that lineup was very fun. We were in the seventies. Uh, Eric Yuansons, a time a time machine festival taking place somewhere on Earth during the summer of nineteen seventy six. Hmm. <clears throat> so, his list his lineup there was Scorpions, Kiss, mm, Rush. Scorpions in seventy six. Just gonna have to say right off the bat. Wow, nice. Yeah, Rainbow within parentheses touring on Rising. <laughs> yeah, well. Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. Judas Priest, within parentheses, just after the release of the greatest album of all time. Sad Wings, maybe? Uh, um, maybe I'm, I, I, uh, well, maybe George can. I can add right now for controversy, I am not as big a fan of that one. I much prefer Sin After Sin and Stained Class. Uh, Uriah Heep, within parentheses, before David, before David Byron is fired. Mm-hmm. Thin Lizzy, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I've seen them under that name. But obviously, yeah, you know, but, Phil was dead long gone when I saw them. Yeah, yeah. Sykes did it. Blue Oyster Cult. Great band. And Mr. Alice Cooper. Ah, this may be my favorite of them all so far. 
Yeah, that was a good one. So I, I divided them into fours, like four times three, but that wasn't really thinking days or anything. It was just for me to get an oversight. But uh, I, yeah. I figured they actually work, work as days too. So uh, Day one is accept artificial brain, uh, some of the technical space death metal from, from the States. Very cool band too. Like very odd, in, uh, even more odd than uh, previously mentioned blood incantations from Colorado. I think artificial brain are even more odd, even more nerdy, you could say, I guess. And uh, Alceste, French um, post-black band, very strong, even in a pop sensibility sometimes. And again, Bölser, previously mentioned mm. duo. And of course, Accept, I guess, is the is the headline, but I'm, I want them to start. <laughs> I want the first band on the entire festival to be Accept. Running through the jungle Way back Actually, I didn't know how good they were until I, I bought that album because I bought Tyr by Black Sabbath. And the guy asked me, do you want Balls to the Wall? 150 kroner, you know, 14 bucks and uh, or 16, 17, I don't know, something around there. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to Accept because I, I got things to say. They, I was sleeping on a on a metal giant there, I think. So that was day one anyway. Accept Artificial Brain, Alcest, Belser. So it's four different genres altogether. Day two. Uh, let's do them in this order too. We start off with Ball Thrower. 
mentioned before, uh, uh, English uh, rootsy death metal band with Warhammer thematic, I think. I'm not into that kind of nerdery, but any nerdery I applaud. So uh, Bolt Thrower. Uh, have you heard Bolt Thrower? Are you familiar? I've heard Bolt Thrower quite a bit, yeah. It's nice. It's, it's basic, you know. They don't over, yeah. almost like ACDC, ACDC death metal in a way, you know. They don't overdo it. They hold their horses, so to speak. So Bolt Thrower, then Rotten Sound, yeah. Finnish grindcore. Because, you know, grindcore at a festival, I always liked it. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. my biggest genre, but so much energy in it and like perfect mind <laughs> palate cleanser as well. <laughs> It'll be cleansed. Indeed. And then uh, Metallica goes on. So that'll be the headline, obviously, for that day. Uh, and I've said before, I think it's one of the best live bands on earth. Um, don't even ask me why, because I don't want to know. I don't want to analyze why they're so good live. You know? yeah. <laughs> I like to know how the sausage is made. I like to peep under the hood sometimes. But uh, with this, nah, they're just very good live. And then Primordial, and I want them to come on after Talica too. Like come on at 1 a.m. or you know midnight or something and do a set, because you can do that in festivals unlike uh, club gigs, right? Uh, day three, Summerlands. So that's my input from the American new wave of traditional heavy metal. Good band, mm-hmm. kind of Aussie solo sounding. Satyricon, I think uh, the best black metal band live ever, I would say. They're very good live. To a large degree, because they kind of left some of the black metal aesthetics to sound better live. But that was yeah, a, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. a good call, in my opinion. You know, they, they just you know figured, okay, if we're going to be a touring band, let's make it sound good. Two bands left. Rammstein. Uh, popular popular in this in this little excursion. And uh, for obvious reasons, you know. Who doesn't want to burn 3,000 liters of diesel? Diesel, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Neon Rose, it's a Swedish uh, band, like one of the forgotten ones, but I've seen their name pop up. my list and i didn't really look back it was you know one kind of tunnel vision throwing bands in didn't replace any or anything i mean where's you priest for example yeah so for me i only did nine because that's how i thought for some reason i don't know I've, i i, I mm, maybe I, you don't like uh, working with dozens as much as i do you're, i don't know i didn't more, think, you're more I think of working in threes maybe yeah that's how it turned out um however so some... the fourth of a dozen is three sorry that is correct <laughs> you're correct sir so here we go. Um, it's a this this would have taken place in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's several reasons for that, or there's only one or two reasons for that really. But so let's get the first reason for that is uh, we have uh, on Thursday. This festival starts on a Thursday apparently. Uh, we open up with Bloodbath. Hmm. Nice opener. Two thousand eight. That would have still been uh, Orkefelt on vocals. Yeah. And then we have Down. Hmm. Yeah. Have you seen them? I I've, I've not seen them unfortunately. That's why I've been lucky enough to see them twice, I think it was. At least once and uh, 
it's, it's supremely good live. I mean, I Definitely. previously I was uh, moping about not having seen Pantera, but at least I've seen Down. And then we end Thursday night, uh, or the, the, the headliner for Thursday is Metallica. Hmm. That's a great Thursday, Eric. That's a good Thursday. Yeah. Now here comes a, a slightly uh, Friday. Again, even the even the even though I'm reading this, I second guess a few things. But I'm not going to do that right now because that because it seems like this is what I felt in the moment. Yeah, yeah, just go tunnel vision. The Friday start off with Dio. So this might have been have to be a few years back then. It's 2008. So. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's even even that late, right? That's pretty. Yeah, he was just yeah. So maybe it should. Well, the reason that yeah. I'm, was it was it 10 or 11? 2010. Yeah. Yeah, he died. Yeah. Then we got Alice Cooper. And I saw when I the, the only time I've seen Dio live was during something called I don't remember what the festival what the the it was it was it was it was like a package uh, deal of bands we had here in Stockholm it was so it was Alice Cooper it was Dio and it was uh, L.A. Guns okay I don't remember what it was called but it had like all some of which of have been in in this in this program yeah and then we end a Friday with uh, with Judas Priest ah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, this is also climbing up to one of the more, like, this one I want a ticket for. And now, Friday, Saturday. Money. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. Saturday's a little weird. Um, the reason it's weird is uh, I'm pretty sure both these bands have opened for the third band. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, either way, I'm just going to read it. So the first one up, Monster Magnet. Cool band. I'm a very big fan of uh, Dave Lindorf and all his uh, various shenanigans. I know that. that he once tuned the drums uh, for every song separately into the key of the song in the studio. That's it's something, you know, it's just something obsessive you could do, I guess. I, I like it. I like it. You know, I like when you run the completely unnecessary extra mile sometimes. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. And I mean, uh, what's that song? Got a net in my arm and down and down and and I'm driving a tractor on a drug farm or something. Dope, dope farm or drug farm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, what's the other one? Space Lord, Mother, Mother. <laughs> oh, and yeah, of course, Power Trip. That was our anthem to drinking in the, in, the, in high school. Because it was like, you know, I'm never gonna Good work. work. <laughs> Which everyone should follow, of course. Should Everyone should I mean, follow they're, that. They're, they're all, they're, all their, all, I mean, even their lighter stuff is very good. He's, he's, he's a hell of a songwriter. Oh, they're, they're really good. They're really good. It's like perfect drug rock, I think. Uh, oh, and you don't have to be on drugs to, to get it. But he had to be to do it. Yeah, but at least a lot of it, at least. Pill uh, popper, I think it was as well. But, yeah, he made pills was mostly his thing. But you don't have to pop pills, just uh, no. throw on uh, Monster Magnet. There you go. You'll get there. Coming up is a band I have seen open for Iron Maiden. Sorry, I think I just gave away the last band. Um, uh, it is Opeth. So mm. at this particular festival, Mika Okerfeldt will, on Thursday, play with Bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then hang around uh, Friday. Maybe you can see Coop, Alice Cooper and Judas Priest and Dio. He'd uh, like he, that. Then then he has to sit. Then he sits and then he does a gig with Opeth. And two thousand eight, that would have been the Watershed album. Maybe um, he would ask you to book Scorpions too. Then so you'd have to compromise to make, mm-hmm. keep him happy. We could we could we could probably work that out. 
We're closing out this uh, delightful uh, event with Iron Maiden, of course. Mm. Yeah. This is fairly realistic. Besides Monster Magnet, I think this is fairly realistic. In what way would Monster Magnet not, not be? Uh, I don't know. I just I think that right around then, I don't think they were... Uh, I think that lineup-wise, you wouldn't have Monster Magnet a third from the top. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. You mean like that? Yeah, yeah, of course. But, I mean, you booked it, so it was your... I booked it, so... Yeah, yeah, you so were I'm, a millionaire for some reason, or, you know, billionaire. Yeah, that's what we want going on, so that's... Um, I've been, I've been uh, curious about that with uh, Hellfest. Huh? Where yeah. where's all the money from? Hellfest is like completely out of the way compared to other festivals in in budget. I don't know how. I mean, I'm not going to out the numbers for for Sorcerer what they get when they play, but I know that they got almost triple when they played uh, Hellfest as compared to other shows, which is of course to the credit of Hellf- Hellfest. That means they're paying them what they uh, you know what they deserve then. Yeah, more than more than you know buys you sandwiches at Arlanda. A little bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, E-Type that said that uh, Swedish uh, Euro disco artist who's not now doing metal again with the hmm. protocol dump. And he said, like, yeah, if you get 20 grand Swedish, that's $2,000 roughly. Well, that's enough for the lunch. Yeah. He's not entirely off, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's hard with bands. Uh, I've been in the situation now of having to negotiate price. It sounds ridiculously high when you give the number. But then yeah. you figure we're five guys. Equipment. Uh, gasoline. Hotel. There's you know. there's a there's an old sort of joke, and it's not. I mean, it's a joke, but it's this probably this conversation probably took place somewhere at some point. So the idea is the conversation would have been between uh, may, maybe the there's a wedding going on, and the guy like they they hire a band, and the band says how much is going to cost, and they 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 mention the number. I can't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, that's that's a bit high. We we're thinking a little less than this, and they said the guy said, all right, well, I'll tell you what, uh, call a plumber. Ask him how he would feel, what he would charge to work three hours on a Saturday night. Whatever he says, we'll, we'll take half. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the blessing and the curse of, of doing music because obviously you are probably having more fun doing music than plumbing. Yeah, but it doesn't mean in general. No. But you still work a ton, and also the expenses. Those fucking expenses. They eat up everything. You know, you have to move guys around. You have to move equipment mm. around. Of course, you can be smart and have the right equipment, etc. But still. And even the lodging, touring in Europe, you know, it's going to be expensive. It definitely, it's 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 a th- people sort of like it's the thing about oh well you know you you're having fun, you know you should maybe or like you should you do you should do it for the exposure that kind of ridiculous stuff. Just that's not right. how that works. Right. Yeah. No. A lot of that. That's why I went into sound. I was colluding with my dear mother actually, yeah. and she was like, yeah, yeah, well, you're not going to make any money off guitar, and I told her, yeah, that's damn right. And then she said, what about sound? Yeah. The rest is history. There we go.
All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's well, that. That was I fun, guess. Eric. That was fun. That was, that was indeed very fun. Perfect way to get back in. I think I wouldn't have wanted to be going right into look for the truth today. Not no. just yet. Uh, not just yet. Getting there. Getting there. Me neither. I would not want to. I would not want to. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to the almost half of, of the tenure that we got left. But uh, like our friend Anton said, we don't have to rush anything. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking for the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the truth. Yeah. What the blade slicing through or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So that'll be fun when we get to that. But first off, we have a couple of more bonus episodes coming your way. We're also going to be recording probably some. Uh, stuff well, while we're in Gothenburg seeing yeah, maybe something live maybe some extra release depends on the overall workload I would say if well it's definitely gonna... you'll, 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 our, our presence will definitely be known yes. while we're down there so uh, what I can tell you from the inside is that there's is a double episode I recorded with Henrik uh, that's going to be fun so that's ready yeah. it's not that's edited, gone. it's not edited but it's going up uh-huh. and it's backed up too I'm not going to lose any hard drive or uh, no I, I might lose any hard drive but it's not going to affect me <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I started backing shit up. I can't take that anymore. I'm too old no, for that that's, now. I'm too yeah, old. It's, it's, My nerves can't take it. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I've, I've been podcasting. In, in November, I've been podcasting for 10 years, and I feel that at this point, some sort of, I'm tired. There's certain problems I don't want to deal with anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, it's good. It's good to have to suffer through some problems. That's how you learn. But yeah. uh, you must also learn. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but it's good. Nice to be back, Eric. Yeah, uh, how was the break? Was all right? It was all right. I mean, I had a lot of stuff going on that sort of it wasn't just a break, unfortunately. Uh, and also, this yeah. is, it's not like we get paid for this. We have other stuff we're doing. Uh, but I had some uh, sort of family issues I had to deal with that uh, it ended up working itself out. But it was it was very stressful. I'm glad they did. And I'm glad, yeah. And also, I also know that you had some sort of family stuff that kind of worked out as well. Right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's been a bit of that. We're in that age, one could say. Indeed, we are. Uh, also, yeah, I, I've got, I remember uh, quite a few uh, people who I did not necessarily know very well uh, actually reached out over social media and uh, congratulated me on uh, getting engaged. Uh, so thank you very much for that. Oh, yeah, so that was a like rocket, that one. That did, yes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about, I should like, so I should like, within the post, promoted the podcast. And so I could... <laughs> by the way, check out this podcast promoted yeah. by half of this couple. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm sure Camilla promotes it too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure she does. No, it's it's very it's very yeah. I think it's there's a so, you know she's she makes she has uh, she often makes fun of me, but in, in a very uh, loving way. It's kind of like what the Spinal Tap guys did with metal. They made yes. fun of it, but every metalhead loves it. Every Eric yeah. head loves her making fun yeah. of you. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I am I am to Camilla what's what metal is to Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So from all of us to all of you, up the irons. Let's call from the motherfucking north. Yeah.